What is up, SportsCast? One of the Sports and Stuff show. The kings of comedy. We changed it up. <laughs> we didn't even talk about that. We were going Cut to. Cut yourself off guard. Yeah. I'm Adam. I'm Carter. And let's get right into it. Yeah. So, as you could tell. It, do you do you think that's fine? Like the kings? Do you have something else? I don't have anything else. <laughs> we need to come up with something. It's fine. Whatever. But, yeah, on to updates. Um, what was it? We got a new setup, as you could tell. Just just a little bit different. Um, the couch is over here. We'll probably use it for, like, when we have more than uh, just us two. Hint, hint on the episode. Yeah. Should be next week, maybe, that we'll have someone. Hopefully. Watch out for that. Um, it's a, I think we already mentioned it's a football player. Um, yeah. I, we'll, we'll probably give in more hints, like, later on once we, like, you know, get it more official. Yeah. Get, like, specific time. But, yeah. Um, we got 500K on TikTok on a video. Another one. (laughs) Carter got flamed. (laughs) Yeah, I did. It's great. Um, but yeah, like we were talking about how everyone was flaming him for looking on his phone, but 90% of that episode was me looking on my phone. And it was like the 10% that Carter was on hit, like it was flipped was that one clip. Not to mention, the conversation was about our playlist. Yeah. So I was looking at my playlist. Yeah, was it like he was just like scrolling through Tinder on right. the episode? It's like, got to do that next. Take notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have that. Uh, yeah, I think that's like our... I looked at the, the exact like number of views, and it. I think it's our third most viewed all time. Okay. Um, our Behind first... The, the misery yeah. and the... And then it was the swimming pools. Yeah. And then it's that one. And so it finally, and I was hoping, I was praying. I'm like, please beat out the volleyball one. Like, yeah. Can you get that one yeah. buried? Like, I'm so embarrassed by that one. Like, hey, it worked. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it beat it out. So, yeah. And it served its purpose where, you know, it, it blew up. Um, yeah. And then I think behind that is like where it gets a little gray because we have the one where it was, we couldn't say um for the episode. Yeah. Uh, that one was wearing a big "I'm a loser" sign. Yeah, that <laughs> that's great. perfect. Um, and that's the funny thing too is that when we go back to that like episode, it's just or like people who just randomly click on that episode, they're gonna be like, "Dude, what? Yep. Why does this guy have an I'm a loser" sign?" Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's perfect. But yeah, I don't even think the sign lasted that long. Like it broke. We need to, like, it broke. Fix it. Well, because remember, I like ripped it off. Oh yeah. It, it was like just taped on. <laughs> but yeah. Um, also with the, with the blown up video, we got a ton of more followers. Now we're only 800 away from 10 K, which you know what that means. Tay face reveal at 10 K. Got to make it 800, 800 more people. Show your friends, make sure they, they follow. You click that. It'll be done tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> um, so make sure to do that. Uh, and also, we're only twenty away from two hundred on Facebook or on YouTube. I didn't so, even know that. Yeah, nice. I think you get um, monetized at a thousand. That's yeah. I and think then so. and then TikTok for TikTok's ten k. So, if you want the get show to there. get better, get in there. We're gonna put yeah. more resources to it once we get like you know we're able to make money off of it. So, right. yeah, you know this came out of my pocket. We can't so. all make hundreds of dollars off of Facebook Shorts or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, you mean like you mean a thousand? Yes, seriously, <laughs> dude, that was ridiculous. I'm like, she already bought like a new table now too. I'm like, dude, 
Oh, I get like the ring light and everything. She already has a. Well, I bought a ring light for okay. myself, so she's been using that. She might get her own. She li- like literally, we have like three chairs in my office, and uh, she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get a pink chair too." I'm like, "We know we have like three chairs." And like, yeah, but I want it to look good. And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, she's just like throwing money at it, flaming like, your setup." Yeah, I was like, "Man, but oh, whatever." Um, but yeah, I think that's all the updates for today. Um, I'm excited about the setup. I mean, hopefully it looks good. It yeah. doesn't look trash. Yeah. <laughs> there may or may not be some wrinkle. That's just from the camera. The camera's just a little fuzzy. Adds adds wrinkles. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wrinkle like filter. Right. On like the <laughs> But man, on a Boise State. Okay. Well, beat Utah State forty two to twenty three. And I guess we didn't have the we didn't have the chance to talk about the Wyoming game, did we? No, we didn't. So, Wait, did we? I don't think we did. Man. No, because that was like right before break. Yeah, maybe. So beat Wyoming the week before, thanks to J.L. Skinner having two interceptions in a minute or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, Taylor played great in both games. He's he's coming along in an incredible way. As Every week we say he got better from the week before, and every week it's true. Uh, in this Utah State game, he had five touchdowns, four through the air, and then a 91-yard game-clinching rush touchdown, which just so happens to be the longest run from scrimmage in Boise State history. Man. Dude. By your quarterback in the fourth quarter. Going back to the Wyoming game, it was crazy because of the interceptions. Yeah. Because I thought that game, like, you know, I thought because it was an interception, we thought we had the game over. Halani fumbled. fumbled, And then the first play afterwards. he almost ran it all the way back, but Talon tackled him. Yeah. And then the first play after they get it back, they had the. F- they air it out. I don't they know. literally, right? Like, and the, I believe they were down three, weren't they? Yeah. yeah so they so had could have. They could have the f- just sat on it and kicked the field goal, but yeah. with their third string terrible quarterback, they air it out at Skinner again, and he Ooh. picks it off. Man, that was, oh, man. And in this game, we didn't think there would be an even weirder ending. Right. But then, literally ninety-one well, it started yards. off stupid. First of all, because J.L. Skinner on his senior day got ejected for hitting a dude in the chest. That was ridiculous. That was so dumb. Dude, that's his, like, I think that's his third ejection. Remember last year when he had, like, back-to-back-to-back, I think, or something? That was ridiculous. This this didn't make any sense. That wasn't deserved at all. But the only silver lining to that is it happened in the first half, so he's good to go for the whole game next week. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Taylor won Mountain West Offensive Player of the Week, as he should. Deserved. Um, And then a a lot of other people stepped up, too. Like, there was the pick six at the end. And then, um, what's his name? Andrew Simpson. Who? Like the the other number 10. Oh, I think so. That's his name, right? Yeah, I think so. He played incredible. He's really he's really stepping up lately. So the future of Boise State is on number 10 and number 10 at the moment, That's, <laughs> which is pretty awesome. Um, well, it was even funnier because, like, the spread for the game. Yeah. Got screwed yeah. One over. One of the worst beats of all time. So we were up five, right? We yeah. were up five. Utah State has the ball inside our 10 with two, three minutes left. I think it was like one. And we covered minus 17. On the second, so we get the interception and then one run play that goes nowhere and then Taylor houses it from 91 yards. And then we get a pick on their last drive, and instead of going down, we decide, let's run it up a little bit. <laughs> House is the pick six, covers, 
it's it's beautiful. You know, you know what they say: good teams win, great teams cover. We were a great team. <laughs> it's funnier too because like I was joking because my dad was like, "Why didn't you just run it out of bounds? You could have just you know, I iced the game." And I'm like, "Nah, it we're like you know." People who see the polls and see the top 25, they see, hey, Taylor Green scored a 91-yard touchdown, got a pick six, and we won by over 17. Yep. And then I'm like, you know, they don't need to know what's in the last minute of the game. Right. They don't need to right. know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that first half was complete domination, and then it fell, it fell apart a little bit. But I don't know. I'm not too worried about it. There was some people out, and... Uh, Tyreek Jones got carted off, but it sounds like yeah. he's going to be okay. Like it sounds like he might even play next week, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Um, Did I tell you I have like one of his jerseys? No, you didn't. Well, they he's had, been like, the... awesome. He's Dude, been I, so good. This I love year. Tyreek Jones. I like Tim. He's, he's one of the best like run stopping or like his pursuit for a corner is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's always around the line of scrimmage, just making plays in the run game and the screen game. It's really impressive. I thought he played. Um... <clears throat> Safety like nickel because I he always he well, always seems like he corner. plays in the box. Nickel's corner, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's kind of yeah. like a it's like a mix mixture. It's like a hybrid DB. Yeah, whatever he, he plays his role beautifully Dude, he, for this team. He's really good. Um, so yeah, after this game, got some uh, got some points in the AP poll up to 29th. I was man. I was thinking for a second we were gonna sneak in the top 25. I thought we there. probably were, uh, but then some teams won like uh, South Carolina's in the top 25 now as they deserve. I know you have beef with Rattler, but, but they they're playing good st- and he's playing good. I'm still admitting that he's good. I'm still not gonna I'm I'm not okay, gonna admit it. Back to back top ten upsets. Uh dude. He he balled out against Tennessee. Yeah. I and mean, he, he was he was good this week, not great, but he hit a super clutch, really deep throw for a touchdown that was incredible. Like he's he might be turning it around a little bit. If he's smart, he's staying in school another year. Mm-hmm. And and then coming out, but I I think he has a chance to talk him to play himself back into like a day two pick next year. What happened? What happened between him sucking to like those games? I don't know. It's I, ridiculous. The same thing that happened from him being great as a freshman to sucking the next year. I don't know, man. <laughs> man. But either way, yeah, we're up to 29th in the AP pool. I think with a win over Fresno. There will be some teams that drop out after championship week. I think we'll have enough to get in there. If we beat Fresno State. Yeah. Which leads us into Fresno State, which is on Saturday. It's the Mountain West Championship right here in Boise. And, you know, they played here. They played us here already, and we won by 20. But it doesn't really count. Like, Jake Hayner was out. I believe Cropper was out, too, which are, like, yeah. two of their most potent players. So it, it's it's a different game now. Um, so what do you, how do you see this going? I'm going to look up the line real quick. I don't know who's favored. Oh, you're on your phone? (laughs) So I see this game. It's very interesting because there was different perspectives that played into the first one where the first game, Jake Hayner was out, and it was basically just a dogfight. No no pun intended because of the Bulldogs. But it was like a— ran it down their throat. Yeah, it was like—well, the first—at first half, I think it was 2020 or 17-17. It was was something close. It was like very close, and then all of a sudden it went 20-40. to Like in the second half, it was— something else but that was also i think the second game that Taylor started so i think that was his second one because that was the week after sdsu right i think so that, that was the we had back-to-back weeks of like pretty rough starts and then dominating the second half yeah so i think 
that also kind of plays into it where Talon's now he's already had starts under his belt. He's a little bit more confident. He's he's a much better quarterback than he was last time he played them. Yeah. Even though it was only a month or two ago. Like he's much better now. I think Ashton Gentry has also kind of seen himself get more into a role as the season has gone on as well. Absolutely. So I think it it plays into that too, where yeah, Hayner is back, but Talon's also much better and Gentry is also much better. And I think it's gonna be still a good a good fight, but I don't know. I still think we're going to go on top eventually. I think it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be 40 to 20 like last time. Right. But what about you? Well, I just checked, and we opened up as three-and-a-half-point favorites, which I think is reasonable. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, we're biased. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. I, I think that we pull this one out. I think we win. Well, it's also at home, too. Right. And we've protected the blue really well other than a stupid call against BYU. Uh, oh, I'm still mad. Mm-hmm. We could be playing for a New Year's Six Bowl. If we be if we won that BYU game, we'd have like an outside shot. I don't know if we play a New York Six Bowl, but like we'd have an outside. Sh- think about it, because say we beat BYU and then we win them the championship, we'd be eleven and two conference champions. Oh, that is true. I yeah. didn't think we'd be eleven and two. But we'd probably be the top that. group of five team after that instead of Tulane. Maybe. But man, you know, it happens. Wow. Anyway, uh, I wanted to mention about Genty. The dude has been like eight yards behind the line of scrimmage like five times this season and every time turns it into like a positive game. Yeah, He had a run crazy. against Wyoming that he was like way behind and he breaks a bunch of tackles and gets back to the... He's playing awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was that there was that one dump off that uh, Taylor like dumped it off in the Wyoming game and he just he just juked out like three people. He, Jainty's really coming Dude, he's along. He's really good. <clears throat> I also want to point out because Fresno State, because you brought up Wyoming, Fresno State played Wyoming last week they blew them out 30 zip. 30 zero. But it's also because I think it, I don't know like if it 100% has to do with this, but I think it did play the weather, played a good effect into it because yeah. our game was in Wyoming where it was like, what, snowy, it was like cold, and then they played in Fresno State. We just started this time. terribly. Like it, it was just a really rough start. I think it was because of the cold. Like it. They seemed unprepared for the cold. Yeah. That's what it seemed like. But I, I don't know what it was. I really don't. But both sides of the ball looked really sluggish to start the game. So I was really impressed that we pulled that one out. I didn't – I honestly – I didn't see it happening after the first few drives. I think it was it was 14-0, wasn't it? Yeah. I think so. But <clears throat> that was probably the most impressive win of the year to me, just mm-hmm. with how poorly it started and with all the, the expectations and what's on the line to claw back and win that game. Especially – really like Taylor not giving up. Like most quarterbacks give up at that point because they're like, oh, I don't want to get I don't know, know give money up, move. But they definitely get discouraged. Yeah. And he well, he didn't seem to. There's that whole argument where it's like, didn't Cam Newton get like injured off of like trying to tackle an interception? Like someone who's intercepted it. And then maybe people I know quarterbacks one quarterback definitely did. have. That's definitely happened. And there's been like talks where some quarterbacks would like back off or I something. Like Odell Torres ACL running down a Baker Mayfield interception last like yeah, two years ago. Something. And it's like when you go when you play into that, uh I think there was a whole argument where it's like quarterbacks, do they take that decision or like the career decision and then just mm-hmm. pull off like last second? I think he saved the game with that tackle. Yeah, hundred percent. Because what? They would have got a pick six and then we would have Yeah, they, if they would have no, returned score. it, it would have been four-point game with not much time to go. Yeah. Instead, it's 
they were like 15 Give yards it to our out. defense. Yeah, and and the defense who had been balling out the second half gets another chance, and they tested Skinner. I don't know <laughs> why. I really we threw don't. We threw double coverage on the first play. <clears throat> Back. Like, oh, to the man. guy that just picked you off. Yeah. Like, literally seconds before. And it yeah. wasn't even, like, close to the receiver. It was closer to JL. Like, it looked like he was throwing it to JL. It looked like JL was running the route. Yeah. yeah. It was, oh, man, that was bad. I'm going to miss him, man. Dude, he's, I know. He's been awesome. Well, I can't wait to see where Halani he goes in the too. league, though. <sighs> Halani can man. come back. Can't, he's not going to come back. He can. No, yeah, but he's not going to come back. It's interesting to note, though, he didn't walk at senior day. He didn't? He didn't. Mm. I'm just saying. So I think he's a redshirt junior. I assumed he was going to be out, and I think that— He might return. Maybe. There's a—he he, he can. I don't know if I would if I was him, though. This is the best he's played is the thing. Like, he's been—he's playing so good, and I think regardless of what happens, Jainty's going to have a bigger role next year. If I'm Holani, I go to the draft. Yeah, me too. I, I think he's played himself into, I don't know, probably like a fifth round pick at this point. You got to think running backs, running backs don't get drafted very early. Yeah, so I'm trying to compare him to well, where Avery some Williams other guys got drafted seen. seventh, or did right. he get a draft? I think he might have gone I think undrafted. Undrafted, but yeah. I I think Halani would definitely go. I think he'd definitely be drafted, probably an early day three guy. So you got to think like, you know, well, UCLA's running Shaq back. Shaq got drafted third like round, right, or no, um, fourth. He third third day. Did he? I thought it was third day. Yes, it was. Yeah, he was day three. Because day three is four through seven. And Shaq was amazing. Like, Yeah. Um, there were some guys that went above him that shouldn't have. Yeah. Like, I mean, San Francisco took a receiver above him that they probably shouldn't have. Although. I don't think Dobbs should have gone ahead of him. I don't either. I don't either. But I guess the guy we took is a deep threat, and we thought we were going to have Lance. So, you know. But yeah. either way, Shaq's in a good situation right now. Like, if he... He continues to play well when they put him on the field. So yeah. I, I think it's only natural that he's going to play himself into a bigger role next year. But, yeah, I think JL's like a lock to be drafted. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not sure where people have him going. I haven't really looked into that. They had him first round for a bit at the beginning I, of the year. I would be very surprised if he's a first. I, that'd especially be, that'd because be awesome to see. He didn't play as well as he did last look. year. That's the I issue. I think he's on top of his game right now. I think well, I think there was a couple games this year where you can argue that he maybe wasn't. Yeah. But I th- I think like dude, I think he's really picked it up the last few weeks. He's mm-hmm. on I think he's on top of his game right now. I think this is as good as he's played. Same with Halani, which is why if you're Halani, you're a running back where like the shelf you could life get injured too. The shelf life for running backs is so much less than every other position. He's dealt with some injuries in the past. This is the best he's played. You get guaranteed money if you go to the NFL. Like I I think it's smart. I think it's smart for him to go. That being said, I'd love to see him back. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, he's an incredible player. But well, if you see it from the perspective of if he does stay, it does kind of make it a little bit interesting because first off, he can. So Jail's projected like mid third, mid third, mid third. Which I I think that's a reason. Yeah, I think he could play himself. He's up probably a gonna drop more. though. I feel like really. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like because he's at Boise State, he might drop a little bit. Um, I don't know. We got some quality NFL players. Yeah, but I I, I don't know. Like, Shaq, George Shaq dropped a ton because he was projected third. He dropped to, like— Yeah, but once you get in, once you get past, like, the second round, it becomes such a crapshoot. Like, nobody yeah, really knows. That's true. But 
as for like like there was a guy donovan west who's a center out of arizona state that i genuinely thought was going to be a third fourth round pick and he went undrafted like it well, yeah, after you crazy. get past that second round it, it really is like you never know um but then like for holani Stang, mm-hmm. it kind of is interesting because with nil2 he could bank on trying to get an NIL deal, maybe. He probably wouldn't make as much, though. Yeah, that's true. You'd have to think. Well, if you get, like, undrafted or, like, seventh round or something, you're probably not making that much. So it might be an option that way. Plus, if you get um, an NIL deal and then you end up playing really well, uh, then he could even boost up his draft stock while getting money as well. But it is also the thing, like you said, like, doing injuries. find anything on a draft profile for him. I don't see anyone saying where he's going to go but yeah i don't it's it's going to be interesting because um he could cuz i think very well he will play really good next year and i think the only reason he didn't play well was because of tim plow yeah. i don't think tim plow really knew how to use him but after you know this year he played really well the year before he played really well as well yeah so i think there's a valid option that he could play really well and increase his draft stock but it's also just I don't know if it's the worth risk. the risk. Yeah. Because like, he's, he's showing the best performances he's ever shown right now. So yeah. I, I don't know. But, yeah, love to see him back. Would also love to see him go make money in the NFL. Like, either way, he's been awesome. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. <clears throat> so, on to the basketball team. Gone on a little bit of a streak. Um, the streak? <laughs> at, Is it 21? Was that the streak? Even... It was something crazy. Yeah, that, like was, that. that was ridiculous. But Man. in all honesty, basketball's not our priority at the moment. Well, we're not. It doesn't like, look like we're as like, good as we were last year. Well, it's not even about that. We're obviously going to cover the team a lot. Yeah. It's just like it's it's almost bowl season for college football. Like it's just. Dude, yeah. So, it's like the beginning of basketball where like, you know, once once football ends, we'll go full basketball. Yeah, but, for sure. Uh do want to mention Houston, number one in the AP poll today. Just throwing that out there. Pretty cool. But, yeah. So, one thing I wanted to mention about the Boise team is Ogbo is playing incredible. Yeah. We we were talking, like, the first couple of weeks of the season where he's like, hasn't really found it. We expect him to. And then the last few games, he's shooting the crap out of the ball. Like, he is – he's playing awesome. Um, I think we play tomorrow night at – Yeah. That's at that's home, here. At CSUN. CSUN, yeah. And then – Texas and then, A&M on the play, the battlegrounds, yeah, 2K22. A, a neutral site, which is, like, right next to them. But Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's really all we got for basketball right now. We'll pick up more of that as football starts to wind down. But, mm-hmm. yeah, just wanted to make sure to mention that Agbo's been playing really good because yeah. we talked about how he wasn't. So, <laughs> yeah. There we go. <clears throat> on to some normal college football. Big week this week. I know. Big week. Um, Michigan dominated Ohio State in Columbus without their best player. That was that was crazy. It was insane. Um, I don't think anyone kid, expected them to win. A dude from Idaho, true freshman, scored the go-ahead touchdown. Did you see that? What was his name? I forgot his name. I don't know, but everyone was talking about it because they wanted him here. But, I mean, he's a true freshman playing for Michigan. So, yeah, you know. that's true. But, yeah, no Blake Corum. Didn't matter. Edwards, the backup running back for Michigan, Went off. They ended up winning, I believe it was 45-22 or something like that. That's just embarrassing on Ohio State because, like, Ohio State was a heavy favorite. 
I don't think most people thought yeah, I think Michigan like was going to win. Eight, ten point favorites or something. And the whole thing where Ohio State was destroying Michigan for forever. Right. Like yeah. there's that I, whole thing. Honestly, where you you have to wonder at some point if Ryan Day is part of the issue. Like they weren't. I don't know if this is happening under Urban Meyer. Like dude was terrible in the NFL. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I don't see Urban Meyer losing at home to Michigan by 23 points. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Um, super happy for Jim Harbaugh, though. Love that guy. Think he's turned around Michigan. I've heard some speculation that he might get, like, the Colts offer for next year. Yeah. If you're Jim Harbaugh, why would you leave? Dude, there's like, no way Jim Harbaugh's leaving. They love him there. They love him. He's he's building something special, and he's getting paid for it. Like, it's— Like, there was that whole thing last year where, you know, he had good offers. He had—wasn't it Minnesota? He had— the I think Raiders? he was in talks with Minnesota, but I think Kevin O'Connell was the first one they offered, which mm-hmm. was a great hire, by the yeah. way. He's awesome. What, they're 7-1 seven and seven, one now? I think they're— Or no, they're 2. They're I think they're— 9-2. They two. lost 2. 9-2. Yeah. And, uh, and then I think it was for Jim Harbaugh. I think it was—or is it John? It's or Jim. Jim. Yeah, John he was— the Ravens. I keep on mixing them up. He was for— the Raiders, I think that yeah, was his biggest one. They were one. definitely talking to him, and they who's the other one? Daniel, dude, that was bad. Yeah, oh, did you watch that game? The Raiders, yeah, uh, some of it, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I kind of flip back and forth between that and the Niners game, but Josh Jacobs, dude. Anyway, we'll get to that. Yeah, but yeah, Jim Harbaugh, I I don't know why he'd leave really, and Michigan. He is, didn't leave last year, which I think that would have been his prime opportunity to leave. He, they're even better now. Yeah. Because so, that was the thing. They thought they were going to drop two, off. And I genuinely, this may be crazy to say, I would have voted them at one. Like, I think that they have, that win over Ohio State is just as impressive as any of Georgia's wins. I think yeah. Georgia's best win is probably blowing out Tennessee. But that looked not as good the week after when South Carolina blew out Tennessee. So yeah. Like, and Georgia almost lost to Mizzou. They almost lost to Kent State. Like, it's, I don't know. I, I probably would have put Michigan at one. Either way, they're the top two. That's <laughs> the hard thing about this, like, you know, the voting thing, mm-hmm. is that Ohio State, I feel like, deservedly should be in the playoffs, like, if there was more teams. But yeah. Keep in mind, this is just the AP poll. This yeah. isn't the official one. That comes out tomorrow night. But they're not going to be in it. They're, to Ohio State, they're dropping out of four. Oh, yeah, they won't be. Like, I, I, I hope not. Dude, there's yeah. no way. Like... I think them at five makes oh, sense. Imagine Bama sneaking in number four. It can happen. Dude. It ugh. can happen. I don't. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But, uh, some other things I wanted to mention. Caleb Williams is pretty much locked up the Heisman. Uh, he's put on an absolute show in back-to-back games against UCLA and Notre Dame. Just He's a freak, man. Um, he's getting Mahomes comparisons now, and I, I think it's rightfully yeah. so. Dude, there was one throw. He was rolling to his left against UCLA. Like, doesn't even flip his hips. He just, like, fires it, and it's a just a dart in between two defenders. Like, he's unbelievable. He's he's showing escapability at the college level that I, it, he looks like Mahomes. He moves like yeah. Mahomes, where he's he's faster than he looks. He's escaping everything. It, he's ridiculous. He's really good. I, I, I loved him freshman year in Oklahoma. Yeah, I loved you, him. That's true. You did. You, you were calling for him over Rattler while Rattler was being touted as the number one pick. Yeah. I'll give you credit for that. Uh, I So I do – every few years there's a college prospect where I'm like, okay, like this guy is a guy. And I'm like, this guy's going to be a Hall of Famer unless he gets injured. 
So far, I've said it about Jalen Ramsey, Saquon Barkley, and Bryce Young. I'm putting Caleb Williams on that list. And I I think that those four are some of the best prospects I've ever seen. I love mm-hmm. them. Um, or no, I'm an idiot. It was Derwin James, not Jalen Ramsey. Either way. Yeah, I, I genuinely – I think Caleb Williams could go to the NFL right now and be a at least average starting quarterback. I think everyone right thinks that. Today. Today. Like, in yeah. – People are talking about if this makes the NCAA want to waive their like three, three day or three year thing, but I don't think they're going to do that regardless. Yeah, if I don't, I don't if know. Caleb Williams got completely injured in like career ending, maybe because yeah. they know that he would something be drastic ready. would have to happen for that to change. I think. Yeah, which hopefully we never see that. Mm-hmm. Either way, um, LSU, who I believe was number five or six in the college football playoff poll, lost to Texas A&M. <laughs> LSU was a two-loss team, so they were facing an uphill battle to get in for sure, but they had wins over Bama. They had some really good wins, and so people thought they might have a chance. And then they go and lose to 4-7 and seven Texas A&M. Texas A&M has been really weird this year because they were at four well, they're at the beginning of the year. Yeah, they're just, and then they're just <laughs> they've been like <laughs> They tried to go out, and they had the number one recruiting class. Yeah, and they tried to just buy out the transfer portal and beat everyone that way. It didn't work. I think they're going to be good next year. I think it's going to pay off eventually. I don't know. I don't think they're going to be the type of good they thought they were going to be. Oh That's yeah, for sure. I think that too. But yeah, uh, had to plug this in there. Rattler in South Carolina, back to back top ten upsets, as we said earlier, and he looks we had good. To say that yeah, he looks good. He had one absolutely terrible throw in the last game, but other than that, like he's looked good. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say. I'm not saying he's back. <laughs> we'll see. Um, Oregon State. This the, was crazy. In the game that used to be called the Civil War, but we can't have cool things anymore, so it's not. <laughs> um, Oregon State was down 21 to Oregon. And Oregon was, I think they were ranked top 10, and they just needed to win in their end of the Pac-12 championship. They blew it. They blew a 21-point lead to their biggest rivals. Like... Oregon, Oregon had a great season. Don't get me wrong. They they're all, they had three losses to three very good teams, Georgia, UW, and Oregon State at Oregon State. Those are three, like, quality losses. But they lost to their two biggest rivals in the same season. And, like, and they blew a huge lead to do it. That's You can't be happy with this season as an Oregon fan. Yeah. But, yeah, they knocked themselves out of the Pac-12 championship. UW wins the Apple Cup, so it is... Uh, Utah versus USC. It would have been Oregon versus USC if Oregon didn't blow the lead or if Wazoo upset UW. Neither happened. Sucks to be a duck, like I said three weeks ago. That makes it crazier because didn't Utah beat USC earlier They did. In the year? They did. And they were down like 14. Yeah. Like they, they made a huge comeback. So I'm really excited for that game. And it's even crazier, too, because looking at Oregon, because last year— it was the same thing, but with Utah State, or not Utah State, Utah. Yeah. Where yeah. they, you know, they were really great. I think they only had one loss up to that point. I think they, they lost two. Or well, no, they up. had one loss, and then they lost to Utah, and it was bad. Yeah, it like was, yeah, Utah lost to Oregon in the regular season, and then still had a hope at the playoff, and then lost to Oregon again in the championship game. No, the, it was the other way. No, it was no Utah destroyed Oregon, and then. They played oh, you're them, right. destroyed them, and then the Why next game, was... Oregon got destroyed again. Right. And then Utah played themselves into the Rose Bowl 
mm-hmm. against Ohio State. Yeah. And lost to Ohio State's backups, but, you know, neither here nor there. Their Pac-12 loves killing each other. Yeah. Like, they <laughs> just crazy. they just love beating each other up. So, imagine Utah does the same thing to USC. Beat them, that'll be beat them twice in the same year. Like I'm they rooting. Did last year. I'm rooting for USC, but me too. I, 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 it's going to be a tough. I want to see as much of Caleb Williams as I can. They're 100 percent going to deserve their spot in the playoffs for me USC. if they beat Utah. I agree. That's a tough team. Mm-hmm. The Pac-12. I guess it's not the SEC. I understand that, but it's not a cakewalk. They play like the SEC when they're playing each other. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> they had to play. I mean, they had to play. Um, Utah, which is a tough game, obviously. They just beat Notre Dame. They had to play UCLA, which is a tough game. Like they this wasn't a cakewalk. So I think that they are they are rightfully at number four. But mm-hmm. yeah, so the new AP top four is Georgia, Michigan, TCU, USC. I have no arguments with that. And then yeah. five, six, seven is Ohio State, Alabama, Tennessee. So I mean I think that's the clear right four. Right. The only like do you see that changing at all? The only thing I can see Maybe TCU drops one. I can see Bama can get in, man. I know. I, I think they're I think they'll take a two loss Bama over a one loss TCU. Yeah. So TCU really needs to beat Kansas State in the championship. They will also absolutely take two loss Bama over two loss USC. So if USC uh-huh. loses to Utah, they're done. Yeah. Bama can get in, and they don't really deserve to be in. I don't think like they're not a great team. I think Oregon's or not. But you got to think Ohio Bama's State. two losses combined are on the road by five points against two really good teams. They lost at Tennessee on a last-second field goal and at LSU on I think in overtime. Those are two really hard places to play. Two really good teams. Two but really. They also close almost losses. lost to Texas A&M. Right. They did. <laughs> and but they almost lost to Texas. I'm just thinking of, like... Without Quinn. The committee wants two SEC teams in. Like, let's be real. Yeah. So that's the type, That's the thought process they're going to take, is Alabama lost to two really good teams really close. So I I think if either TCU or USC loses, Bama hops over Ohio State and makes it, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll see. Don't they... Doesn't <clears throat> Bama play Georgia, though? No. They, I don't think they're even in the... SEC championship. It's Georgia versus LSU, which is why LSU was getting so much buzz for the playoff because if they just handled business against Texas A&M. They might. And then they beat Georgia. (laughs) There's no way they're beating Georgia. Okay, but if they did. If they did. A two-loss LSU that beats Georgia in the championship is making the playoff. Yeah. And they just screwed themselves out of it by losing to Jimbo and Texas A&M, which is hilarious. Man. Imagine if that happened. So that would be be Michigan one. Then Michigan – yeah. Would TCU go two? TC? No, nah, I think it'd be Georgia. Would it be Georgia only think, drops one? I think Michigan, and then you have twelve and one Georgia, and then you would have twelve, thirteen and zero TCU, and then LSU, and then three eleven loss? and two, eleven right. and two LSU. I thought they had three losses. They do, but like if oh yeah, if that had happened, they would probably sneak in at four. So Bama would be out, Ohio State would be out, USC would be out. Man, on a, I think if LSU won both those games, a two-loss LSU deserves to be in, but we'll never know because they lost to Texas A&M. Yep. Man. Yeah. All right. Heading on to NFL, um, 
What? Let's go to the game highlights. Do you want to do game highlights now, or do you want to go in news? You can go into the news first. Okay. Uh, this this kind of came out like randomly. OBJ it was like got the morning ki- of the game. Yeah, OBJ got kicked off a plane, and I don't know if he was on drugs or something or what. They said he was in and out of consciousness. Yeah, which sounds like he was on drugs, like or probably or popped something. an edible at the airport. Yeah, like something, and then they said he like they just kicked him off the plane, and then they were like all confused about that because they're. Yeah. <laughs> but I wonder where he's going. Was he going to like? It was Miami to L.A. Oh, that was the flight that was oh. supposed to happen. Man, so I don't think it really means anything. I don't think he's going to either LA team. I thought well, he's I, gonna be yeah. a cowboy. That's what I was thinking, but I don't want him to be a cowboy. Speaking of the I Cowboys, that was a big win for the for the Dallas Cowboys for our bet. Yeah, I know. That was I a, was so mad. Swept the Giants. Uh, swept the Giants. Because now big the Giants win. have to have a better record right. than the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Because if they have a tied record, the Cowboys win it. Yep. And I was Big so win. mad. Big win for the boys. I was ready. I was like, oh, I'm going to rub this in Carter's face. I puke face. a little bit every time that I root for the Cowboys, but <sighs> it's for money reasons. You know, it is what Man. it is. And for being right reasons. And I was so ready because the the Giants were better than the Cowboys for the for good periods of the, Dude, the they year. Let, they let Zeke run all over them. And this would be – that would have been a great win for me too because if they would have won, then that would have erased the – you know, that would have made it a tie. Yeah. And, yeah, so it would have been off like division record or something. Man, but but yeah, big win. Wow. Uh, yeah, Lamar Jackson's catching some heat right now. Did you see? Did you hear about this? Yeah, I I saw the tweet. I follow him on. Did you Twitter. see the tweet that he said? Yeah. What do you say? Oh, you haven't heard it? No. I will. Uh, I, I was will trying to look it up. up. We can we can but, bleep stuff out, right? Yeah. So, it was. I'm trying to remember. Someone tweeted something, and. Like, they were hating on him. Yeah, okay, so this guy, this this looking guy, mm-hmm. first of all, he goes, when someone is asking for over $250 million guaranteed, like at Lamar Jackson, uh, games like this should not come down to at Justin Tucker. Let Lamar walk and spend that money on a well-rounded team. Terrible take, first of all. Just a stupid take. Um, That's not all Lamar. Side note, <laughs> did you see the throw Lamar made to Deshaun Jackson? No. Oh, my. You need to see that at some point. Like he, it was like 65 yards in the air, opposite side of the field, on a dime to 35-year-old Jackson. But anyway. Dude, Lamar Jackson is not the, the issue. Like Right. <laughs> so Lamar Jackson replied to that guy and said, and beware of bleeping, boys, shut the f*** up. Y'all be capping too much on this app. Never smelt a football field. Never did but eat. <laughs> <laughs> So, I love Lamar Jackson personally, and I love that he's firing back. You can't say that as a quarterback, though. Like, it's why, funny. Why not? But Okay, sure. Maybe he shouldn't be cussing out people on Twitter. Maybe. It's awesome that he did, but maybe he shouldn't. It's funny that he did, but it he, he absolutely but... is not anti-gay, though. Yeah. Like, that is that not, not anti-gay. And ESPN is trying to spin it, and they're like, yeah, uh, Lamar Jackson unleashes a profanity-laced anti-gay tweet. Like, come on. Yeah. Give me a break. Look at the headline. What is it? It's like Lamar Jackson leases out after vulgar tweet. Right. And it was like. Like, yeah, he swore. Yeah. But the guy deserved it. Yeah. I, athletes should have freedom of speech on social media. I don't get why. I don't know, man. I think it was great. I obviously it's deleted now, but I thought it was hilarious and it's not anti-gay. 
Like, yeah. it's just not. And there's nothing in there about that. Like, the only things was, like, the, the cussing. Well, or, no, but he said suck that at the said, end. He said, like, never did blank but eat. Yeah. Which is that's, not. That's like, not, like. <sighs> it's just not. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's just not. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so that's going on. I don't. I think anyone with half a brain realizes Lamar did not have those type of intentions, and maybe he should censor himself a little bit on Twitter. But I love it. Like I'm not gonna tell him to not yeah, for cuss real. out a fan that's being an idiot because I don't know. People say wild things on Twitter. Yeah. But anyway, man, what are, what time that are we at? That 16. Um, that kind of reminds me of like, do you remember when the 49er player went on that one guy's show, the one broadcaster? And he just like started. He's yeah. like, mm-hmm. he's like, screw you. <laughs> no one likes you. So the backstory <laughs> behind that, um, the player was Javon Kinlaw, who we traded DeForest Buckner for the pick to take him, drafted him in the first round, and he just hasn't panned out. Like he's been hurt, he's been up and down. You know, um, the reporter is named Grant Cohn, and I follow him on Twitter. He's hilarious. I think everyone hates him. Everyone hates because. He definitely does stuff for clicks, like hot takes and sometimes, and he's very negative, which is why I think it's fun to follow him. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about Kinlaw, like, getting hurt and being a waste of a pick and how we should have kept Buckner, even though we couldn't afford to probably, but all that. And Javon Kinlaw got mad, as you do. And so he had him on the show. And so Grant Cohn is, like, in the 49ers building every day. Like, he's he's an official, like, beat writer for the team. So he's in that building every day. Um, and after the altercation over his show, apparently they sat down in person and talked about it in John Lynch's office, the GM. And then Grant went on his show and was like, yeah, like we talked it out. We're all good. And then Kinlaw that <laughs> night on his story post, like, nah, we're not good. Like, no, no, on the on the show. He called him out on his show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Big time. And OK, that makes it weird because it's like, you know, because it's it's a weird line where. Which is backstory, I sided with Cone because I was like, you know, media says stuff like and they criticize like and I obviously, you know, it's kind of that's kind of weird where it's like if you're just attacking him straight just his character because of that. But there was the aspect where he was talking about how he's like, oh, yeah, I'm winning. I'm if he just touched me, I'm suing him for yeah beating me. And that's like, yeah. That's embarrassing. Like, I think they were both in the wrong. Yeah. For sure. But. That was just crazy. I mean, media should have freedom of speech, too. Yeah. But he did take it a little far. And then definitely when he was, like, I assume he was joking around about, like, oh, if he touches me, like, I'm going to. It just didn't come across good. It it came across like he was trying to taunt him into that outburst. And Mm -hmm. either way, I think I think things have at least somewhat settled now. I mean, Kinlaw hasn't really seen the field all year, so we'll see what happens when he does. But yeah. anyway, on the but topic on the 49ers, of the 49ers, yeah. the defense deserves a little spotlight. These are the category. The following categories, the 49ers defense is first in the NFL in. Points allowed, yards allowed, rush yards allowed, yards per rush, pass touchdowns, and first downs allowed. I love D'Amico Ryans, man. I... I don't know where he's going to be head coach next year, but it's going to be somewhere. He's been incredible. Um, no second half points allowed in the last four games, and the last full game, and then the second half of the game before that. So six straight shutout quarters, or six straight quarters have been shutouts. 
it's awesome. I'm having fun. <sighs> I really am. I mean, this sucks. I hate it. <laughs> but the thing is, is that it's very interesting because Robert Sala, he was their DC, mm-hmm. and he went to the Jets, and people were kind of surprised and were wondering how well he would do. And right now, it seems like he's doing pretty well. He's, it, I think he was the good hire, a right hire for them. Yeah. And then uh, McDaniel, he got hired by the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. He's doing really good as well. He's he's doing awesome. Yeah, like so. This it's an interesting thing where teams like the the coaches that are leaving are doing really well. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that it seems like it's going to be a really bad loss for the 49ers, but it's not. This one's going to hurt. Like Miko's going to hurt. He I, he's better than Sala. Like it's. It's gonna hurt. I, I, it's crazy though because he it's might like, not be better as a head coach, but he's better as a DC, um, and especially when you consider this is only a second year doing it. Yeah, um, but he'll be gone, and they've had Vic Fangio like kind of around the building. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know so if you want him. I can only assume he's going to be the next DC. I am okay with him as a DC. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want him as a head coach, but I'm okay with him as a DC. <laughs> Overtakes Mike Shanahan. <laughs> oh jeez! I would want that. Please, I, okay. please hire Vic Fangio as their head coach. <laughs> I go back and forth on Kyle. I really, I'm up and down. How about Jimmy? On him. <sighs> I need to talk about that. Okay, Jimmy played the game of his life two weeks ago against the Cardinals. Yeah, but that's neither here nor there. I go back and forth on Kyle. I think that if it came down to it, I would rather have D'Amico Ryan's. I would rather promote him to head coach. But he's even a DC, and they. Right. Have that thing where defensive coaches don't really do as well, especially I, with. I just, I just don't care. Like I, I would rather, I would rather keep him around. I really would. Mm-hmm. And if Kyle wanted to stay as OC, great. If not, I feel like he'd be easier to replace than D'Amico. Like, think about it. Think of all the weapons that are on that 49ers team right now. We scored 13 points yesterday. That's true. 13. The red zone offense has been awful. Like just terrible. The play calling's been a little bland. He's using Mitchell as much as McCaffrey when Mitchell's healthy, which is insane. George Kittle's barely utilized in the passing game, which is crazy because he's the second-best tight end in the league at worst. Third at absolute worst, I guess. People have kind of slowed down all the hype on Kittle. Because right hasn't so. Been, like, yeah, because he hasn't been used. I'm as big of a 49er fan as they come, and I – like, you can't put him above Kelsey anymore. Like – there, there was a while where their production was similar, even though Kittle was in a worse situation. And I'm like, okay, like obviously Kittle's better. Well, I think Goddard has had a better – like right now – He's had he a more seems... productive year. He's not more talented. Like he's not yeah, a better like, player. But there the are definitely wise, a lot more productive players than Yeah. Him. He's basically another offensive tackle half the time because our right tackle is a swinging door. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, and he's had more pancakes. He's really good. Right. But, man. Incredible blocker. But either way, crazy. I think – I don't know. I don't want to lose D'Amico, but man, at the same time, if Kyle was out on the street, he'd be snatched up like that by a team. Like yeah. he would be. So, we'll and then there's games like the Cardinals game where he's in his bag and dominating. So, you know, just got to put it all together. Yeah. But in transitioning from a team with a great quarterback, like the 49ers, <laughs> to another greatness great quarterback, to greatness. But this is like you know, this is you know, this Tom, is a whole other level. This is basically just Jimmy Garoppolo to Tom Brady. But like switching out Tom Brady with Mike White, mm-hmm. you know, it's the same, same parallels. Mike White, man, man. <laughs> goes in perfect. He came in last year for a game, dropped 400 yards and three tuds and beat the Bengals. We were like, who is this guy? They okay. played in the black jerseys too. Maybe it's the black jerseys. Maybe it is. And then he comes out the next game and he's awful. 
And so he's back to the bench. I thought that was the end of the Mike White saga. Yeah. Well, Zach Wilson gets benched, and instead of playing Flacco, they they decide, let's throw Mike, Mike White, White back out there. What did he have, like 350 and three touchdowns or something against yeah. the Bears? I think I, he only I know missed it's like the Bears. eight passes. I get it's the Bears. I get they're bad. Blah, 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 blah. Still. He did that in a spot start in bad weather. Zach Wilson would not have thrown three Zach touchdowns. Zach Wilson has never had a stat line like that in his life. Yeah. Mike White has done it two out of three games. Yeah, so I don't think there's any way you can not start him next week. And yeah, at least see what start he him. does. I'm not sure who they you play. You have to start him until he does really bad for two games, I think. I'm not sure who they play. I, th- I think if he does really bad for one. He, they're probably going to go back to you Zach. You pull him. They, well, Robert Sala just came out today saying this isn't permanent oh, benching for Zach Wilson. But a report came out though that he's got like the yips or whatever that like baseball players get where they yeah. like forget how to throw the ball. Like, yeah, but it, he's like forgotten how he to, forgot throw, how the to throw the ball. He didn't know how to throw the ball before. He That's did. what people are saying. He did. <laughs> like I, I get that, but he did. Like he's I like, don't know. That's the thing that like they could say that, but like the problem is is that he hasn't had a great stat line. Like he hasn't I don't I can't recall one game where he's had a whoa, oh stat. lord! They're at Minnesota next week. <laughs> have, White, have fun, Mike put him White. To the test. <laughs> Man, yeah, dude, he, and he really hasn't had. Kirk a very Cousins good broke the broke the uh, the prime time curse. Kirk Cousins is good, man. I man. I will die on that hill. That Kirk he Cousins, had some really great stats that last Kirk year. Kirk Cousins is a very good quarterback and a good enough quarterback to win the Super Bowl. I yeah. I genuinely believe that this Vikings team is good enough to win the Super dude. Bowl. If if Jimmy Garoppolo was able to get to the Super Bowl, yeah, I, see, Kirk I Cousins. don't think Jimmy's good enough to win. I think Kirk is. I think yeah. Kirk is a significant upgrade. I think Kirk can and yeah. arm talent and everything. He struggled on primetime for sure, but I mean, he just won on primetime on yeah. Thanksgiving and one of the most watched games ever. And you got to think this is the dude who walked into the Superdome and beat Drew Brees in a playoff game mm-hmm. with a game-winning drive in overtime. You know, it's not like he can't do it. I was very skeptical about when they moved off Case Keenum because I was like, Case Keenum did really good that whole season. But yeah, now but I'm starting to— Case Keenum is never a guy you're going to win a Super Bowl with. That's what—well, he played really good that season. And I was like, I don't know why they're just, just moving off of him enough. that season yeah. to Kirk Cousins. I was like, they went from Sam Bradford to Case Keenum to Kirk Cousins. And I was like, I don't know, but you know right now, it, that's decisions I'm, paying off. I'm higher on Kirk Cousins than most people are. I think he's a really good, really disrespected quarterback, and— I'm rooting for him. Like I, I think he's yeah. He's, it's been, funny. he's been really good. This is the worst he's been in like five years. Yeah, and, and his team is great. So like last year, he was really great. He was like top five quarterback, I think. Like stat wise, stat wise, yeah. I mean, yeah. statistically, he's elite. I mean, looking at him, no, but like <laughs> looking at him, he's very good, not elite. That's at least what I think. And now we got the chains, and everyone's like, oh, he's top five. Big, big Kirko, yeah. He talked about grills. He's going to add grills. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's serious. If he did, dude, that'd be so <laughs> Pulls up to the next game with grills. Do it. Matching grills with... By the way, Justin Jefferson is the best receiver in the NFL. Yeah. I think... You know how we had he that debate is. last week? He just is. Yeah. Like, like I don't know what to tell man. you. Man. Like, he's... He's a freak. Like, I... That dude's going to run the league for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Yeah, that's just a side note. Yeah. So looking ahead to next week, there's some really good games. Mm-hmm. Um, the three that jumped out at me, Bills at Patriots on Thursday night. Patriots have looked really good lately. I know they lost their last game, but I don't know if they deserve to lose, honestly. Yeah. And they look good. Andre Stevenson and Damian Harris have been a good one-two punch. Mac Jones just had by far the best game of his career. He was incredible on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm actually excited for this one. The Bills are – what did the Bills just do? 
They're coming off a win against Detroit. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what happens here. Um, Dolphins at Niners. This is, I mean, obviously as a fan, I'm the most excited for this one. But I feel like this is the game that should have been flexed into primetime. Yeah. But, yeah, it's Shanahan versus his former offensive coordinator, McDaniel. And the Dolphins have a lot of former 49ers, and they're beefing right now. Like, Raheem Mostert came out and took some shots at the team, which is hilarious considering he was on, like, eight practice squads and out of the league before we gave him a chance. But mm-hmm. And then he asks for a raise, and we give it to him, and he gets hurt in the first game and yeah. shuts himself down for the rest of the year. And So his big gripe was that he was mad the 49ers asked him to come back and play because mm-hmm. he hurt his calf in week one and never came back, and he was mad that they asked him to come back and play. Um, does he realize he plays for the Dolphins who rushed Tua back from a concussion? This yeah. year? <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Um, Jeff Wilson got traded, so obviously he has a little bit of a right to be like a little slighted at the team. Um, Debo called out Raheem Mustard on Twitter today, which I love. I, I love it. This is going to be a really game. intense and good mm. game. Um, and then the last one is Chiefs at Bengals, a rematch of the AFC Championship. Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon should be back for this one. I think it's going to be a really fun game to watch. And, I mean, Mahomes, dude, he's playing so good. I know. He's playing dude. so good. He's the runaway MVP favorite he, right now. He doubt, like, it's crazy because going into this year, everyone was like, I don't know, Josh Allen has an argument. Justin Herbert, and, you yeah. know, Josh Allen hasn't been as great. He's been very reckless. Her- Herbert has taken a step back instead of yeah. a step forward, which is really unfortunate to see. And it's not all his fault. Don't yeah, his team kind of sucks. But well, he actually he played incredible last week. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. But like he's way more clutch than he gets credit for. Yeah. But yeah. well, Justin. So Josh Allen, and this was my gripe at the beginning of the year that I told you, where he can put up three touchdowns, but also have like five five turnovers. Like yeah, he's more volatile. He's than very Mahomes for he's sure. very like Farvesque, where he can throw a yeah. dart and then the next drive throw a bad like, interception. He's improved so much from his rookie days, but he's still working through some of that stuff. Yeah, which. You know, it's fine. And obvi- I think it's pretty clear right now that the elbow injury is bothering him. Yeah. But he's still playing pretty good. And uh, Mahomes was there. People were just like, oh, overrated, overrated. But he's now. I think people were mostly just skeptical about what he would look like without Tyreek Hill. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't have, like, he has Kelsey, who's the best tight end, for sure. But he doesn't have a legit wide receiver one. You can argue he doesn't really have a wide receiver two. Yeah. Like, the best receiver on that team is probably Juju. He's probably a high-end three, low-end two, and he's... Dude, he's in, working with Tony. Right, and who has played, like, one game for them. Yeah, like, man. And yeah, he he's clearly the best quarterback right now. Like, it's not close. I think he's clearly the best player. Yeah. I, I just... No one's doing what he is, what he's doing. I don't know. Micah Parsons has been pretty good as well. I, I don't think, think he belongs in that tier yet. Yeah, he's been I, incredible. Don't get. I think that I'm trying to think. he's objectively top three for defensive player of the year. Like you can't not put him in the top. Well, three. especially because Patrick Mahomes is such a higher, more needed position. Right. I think you which have to keep it, him in that. Which tier. makes it difficult, just because like I don't know. I think edge rushers, like pass rushers, is probably second most important. Yeah. But quarterback is just. I don't know. There's yeah. so few people who have won without a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. More people have won the Super Bowl without a good pass rush than without a good quarterback. That's so. true. But yeah. man, I think that's. I think that's have, yeah, I don't. We have mention, time. Mention the World Cup. We can we can mention it like quickly. 
World Cup's like going on. We're in the group stages right now. Uh, the USA's next game is versus Iran on Tuesday after we drew with England. If we win, we advance to the round of 16. If not, we're out. So yeah. need a win. Also, I'm rooting for Germany because I picked them to win it all, and they look really bad. But, <laughs> but yeah, we'll talk some more World Cup next week when it's into the, the knockout All stage. the TikToks from uh, <laughs> about us like tying. They're yeah. like, we won because it was a tie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they should have beat us. Yeah. But we, we outplayed them. So. Man. Anyway. Man. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk about World Cup next next time. But, you know, that's all we had for today. Uh, make sure to follow us on TikTok. I'm getting there. On Facebook. Not Facebook. <laughs> My mom's rubbing off on me. On all of our social media platforms. And, you know, um, yeah, you know, just keep on showing your support. We really are thankful for everyone out there. So, yeah, thank you. And we'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace.